hello, 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 um, everybody. Thank you so very much for joining me. My name is Swadik Mayanja, and this is another episode of the Everyday Hero Show, where I bring to you someone in your life or someone in my life that brings us joy, happiness, and does good things, but does not get the credit that they so deserve. Um, today, we have a very special guest, a ninja warrior, and every uh, uh, the nurse of the week last week. I mean, big things with the guest today. Um, her name's Maddie Howard. She's a nurse. Um, and she's a goddamn superstar. Maddie, thank you very much for joining us. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Of course, of course. So, Maddie, I so I always start with in the beginning. But the thing is, I read. So, if, for those who don't know, um, Maddie, um, what you did you get interviewed by Nurse.org, or did they just pull that information from online? No, they called me and interviewed me. They called you and interviewed you. So, um, I, I do want to get a quick origin story of like how you became a nurse, why you became a nurse, um, but. For all of those people who really want to know all of those details, I'm going to put in the link in below to the um, to the actual article that Nurse.org did on Maddie, um, and then you guys can get all of those details. Because I want to talk about Ninja Warrior. I want to talk about gymnastics. There's a lot of things I want to talk about. Of course, of course, as a nurse, I am going to talk nursing. But we there's other things that take precedent right now. Okay, there's bigger and better things that are happening right now as we speak. So Maddie, real quick. Um, just an origin story of who you are, where you're from, and how did you become a nurse? Okay, so I am from Idaho. I actually was born to Utah, and then my family lives in Idaho, so I grew up there most of my life. I went to uh, Southern Utah University for gymnastics, and mm -hmm. I met my husband there. And so now we live in St. George, Utah. Oh, um, wow. And then I have kind of always wanted to be a nurse since I was a kid. Um, my mom was a nurse, and so growing up, that's just something that I always wanted to do. And I just decided to go for it once I was in college. Congratulations. Congratulations. So that's easy peasy, lemon squeezy. You ask and you receive. I say quick, she does it quicker. Like, there I love you it. Go. <laughs> I love it. Um, that's I the think short version. That's the short version. Uh, we, might, we might touch back on it in a little bit. but um, So I'm just going to dive right on it. Let's talk about gymnastics, okay? Because you did gymnastics, and according to nurse.org, you started when you were six years old. Is this fact that you started when you were six years old? I started earlier than that, but I started competing when I was six years old. See, that's what I was thinking. In my head, I swear to God, when I saw six years old, I was like, it's crazy to say, but if anyone is starting gymnastics at six years old, they're behind the curve. Because all I know about gymnastics is that you need to start when you come out the womb. Is it like, is it really that serious that everyone in gymnastics starts when they're a baby? Like, when did you actually start doing gymnastics? Well, I was walking by nine months old. I was just like this tiny little nine month old walking around. And then I was walking on the back of couches and climbing up um, like stairs and stair rails and everything by the time I was a year old. And so my grandpa always knew I would be a gymnast. So I think that's where it really started. But then my parents put me in gymnastics when I was four and I just loved it. So I started competing when I was six. So you started when you were four um, and then you started competing when you were six. Yeah. So that's crazy. Um, and is that is that like the norm? Like for all of the the gymnasts that you know in your life, is that the norm? Because I know you went all the way through college. Uh, we're gonna get there in just a hot second. But um, is that the norm? Does everyone? Does it seem that everyone starts that young? Um, I think so. I think that there's some people that are the exception, and there's some people that are just like super talented, and they start when they're a little bit older. But I think for a lot of people, they just grow up doing it from as young as they can remember. Yeah, see, I think that I think it's crazy. I think it's absolutely crazy because and, and I do want to get personal before we start talking about your college career, because there's a lot I want to get to in your college career. But so there's a few stereotypes about gym, gymnasts. OK, so um, <laughs> <laughs> first of all, let's talk about your parents, OK, because okay. I, I know gymnastics is a great sport, but gymnastics is one of them sports like hockey where you have those crazy parents that are hard or, I mean, like, hardcore yeah. like I've never seen before. So were your parents crazy gymnast parents? Did they just say, do you, boo-boo, if you like it, congratulations. If you don't, we'll take you out. Or was it like, no, girl, you got to, like, every day, all day, every day? Like, were you homeschooled? Like, how crazy was your gymnasts, like, gymnastics growing up? Yeah, so it's actually interesting because my parents were not the norm. And so my mom was the type of mom that was like, hey, like, 
why don't you come shopping with me today instead of going to gymnastics? And I'm like, <laughs> no, mom, I want to go train. I love it. And so <laughs> it was just something that I loved from a really young age and something that I looked forward to. Like, I remember when I was eight, we actually moved to Idaho from Wisconsin. And my mom was like, and when I was in Wisconsin, I only trained for like a few hours a, a day at the YMCA. And so it was pretty low key. And then once we got to Idaho, I started training like four to six hours a day and it was a lot more intense. And so she was a little bit nervous and she's like, is this something that you would want to do? And I was like, totally. Like, I don't have any friends anyways. I'm just going <laughs> to go to gymnastics and train all day. <laughs> Stop it. Of course you got friends, boo-boo. But, um, right. But that's where but, I made my friends was at gymnastics. There you go. So, um, but like, so the... So, so that's really so I'm happy to hear that crazy enough I am happy to hear that because yeah. it does sound like it came from you like that's what you wanted to do but you just mentioned four to six hours and you also told me that you started that you were four and you started competing when you were six but like I only played up until high school I did sports but I did three sports like I did like I played sports every season like I loved like being active and all that good stuff but I can't imagine practicing four to six hours a day how young were you when you were when that was the expectation or that was the norm in your life when did you start practicing four to six hours and did you get sick of it was it like did you ever start like i hate this or was it just always something that you really appreciated so i started competing well i started practicing six hours when i was eight years old and we did six hours in the summer, but then during the school year, it was four hours. <laughs> so the summer, it would be like eight to two, I think. Is that six hours? Anyway. Oh, whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> whatever it is. It's more than enough in It'd my be in the morning. And then in the school year, my schedule would be, I would go to school all day, go straight to gym practice for four hours, go home, do my homework, and then go to bed, repeat oh the next God. day. Did you, did you ever, did you, I'm sorry, did you, wow, that's insane. Is gymnastics all year round or is it season? Like, is it seasonal? No, they, they definitely have a season. And so there was a little bit of an off season, but I would, I would take maybe like two weeks off at the most and then just get right back at it training for next year. So, so, so when is gymnastics season? Like w w what is gymnastics season? So for college, I'm trying to think back to when I was younger, but for college, it started like in January and then okay. it went through like April and May. Okay. Um, and so then a lot of the summer we had off and everything like that. So I'm guessing that you never got sick of it because I did ask if you ever got sick of it because that is like... I played three different sports in high school and I got sick of the sports that I used to play by the end of the season. I'm like, all right, I'm done. Can we do something else? Like yeah. you did this your entire life and you did this for more hours each day than I've done any sport ever. So did you get sick of it or was it truly a passion through and through? Um, I think that there was definitely days that I got sick of it and there was days that I would go home feeling defeated and, like wondering if that's what I wanted to do. But I think for the most part, I really just loved practicing and loved like the community I was surrounded with there. And so a lot of times it was just easy to go to gymnastics and train because it was something that I loved. Makes sense. Um, a, a couple more questions of, 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 of young Maddie. Yeah. When, when you were like, just like in high school and all that stuff, you said right after school you would go, right? What about the partying? What about the social life? Did you feel like it was getting in between all of that? Or was it not that big of a, a priority for you? Um, yeah, I feel like it wasn't that big of a priority for me. Um, I still would go and hang out with friends on the weekends but and go to like football games or basketball games after I got done with gymnastics practice. But I was just usually all sweaty with my hair on top of my head. <laughs> and, you know, we just made it work. So... <laughs> Um, and then the ultimate question, and I know this was a thing at my high school. I don't know if at your high school you, you had both a gymnastics team and a cheerleading team. And I also want to know if, you, wait, so can you just answer that question right there? Were they both a gymnastics and a cheerleading team? No, so I actually didn't do it through the high school. I did it through club gymnastics. And so, oh, okay. yeah, we didn't have any gymnastics in high school. It, so there wasn't even a team at your school? That wasn't no, a thing. I think that's more of like an Eastern thing. 
Oh yeah, probably, probably. Um, but so because you didn't do it at your school, I'm guessing you said football, so they must have been a cheerleading team. Yep. Is there actually a tension between cheerleaders and gymnasts? Is that? It? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> what? Well, where is the tension? Because I, in my ignorance of gymnastics. The closest thing I know to gymnastics is cheerleading. And I feel like yeah. cheerleading has a better um, marketing than gymnasts because I grew up watching Bring It On. And I thought that was the coolest <laughs> thing in the world. So, <laughs> so what is the actual tension? Because I feel like you guys do the same thing for the most part. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. But... I just know like when I was younger, we actually had a gym and then we had like a group of cheerleaders that would train in the back. And so I feel like sometimes there was some, t some tension between us and them because we always we shared one floor. And so they would like take up our time on floor and then we wouldn't get as much practice and we felt like we needed it more. But so anyways, I feel like that's where most of it came from. But I mean, I have tons of friends that are cheerleaders and I respect them. Like, I don't know that I could stand on top of somebody and like fly through the air like that but um i don't know i just think that a lot of people think that they're really similar when in reality like there's a lot more to gymnastics than just like tumbling yeah. there's like the bars beam everything like that all, all of the above all of the above all of the above. yeah and people um, and just, just group them in one big thing so and then just real quick so it sounds like you weren't but i have to ask were you homeschooled no, um i actually thought about it for a minute when i was in third grade are we you serious yeah, we had a new head coach that came in and he was like wanting to homeschool all of us. But in the end, all of our parents of the gym decided to not do it and just to stay in public school, <laughs> which I'm glad I didn't want to be homeschooled. <laughs> Wait, pause, Maddie, pause, pause. Let's not pretend you didn't just say what you just said. Well, one, of your, one of your gymnastics coach proposed to all of the gymnast parents that you guys get homeschooled? Oh, yeah. He was pretty intense. Like, I mean, that's as intense as you humanly get. I mean, that's as intense as intense gets. Right. But I'm glad that that didn't happen because I feel like I would have gotten burnt out if I had gone that route. Like, I enjoyed having a separate life and then gymnastics. Do you feel like you would have been a better gymnast if you did get homeschooled, though? Do you think that... Um, Possibly, but I don't think I would have made it as far as I did just okay. because I probably wouldn't have loved it as much. That makes sense. You got because you're right because you have that. You gotta like it, especially when you do it that often all year round. Especially. Right. All right, so let's talk about when shit got real. When <laughs> shit got real. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, so so you guys know who Maddie Howard is, right? She's kicking some serious ass. She's nurse of the goddamn week, but she went to um Southern Utah University. She um was a, a gymnast there she so she competed collegiately so i think that is absolutely amazing because um when i did my research looking you up from uh, the southern utah university it took in everything that i saw it only spoke about you when you taught when you did vault and then your floor exercises am i correct or am i confused no you're correct when i got to college i actually specialized in floor and vault and so okay. i I completed bars at like one meet, but that was it. So, okay. So let's start there before we get into the nitty gritty of your career at, um, uh, um, Southern Utah university. Before we talk about that, I want you to explain to me and the rest of the people, because I am as ignorant as ever. Who like, do you get to pick the events you get to do? Like, is there a bare minimum that you get to do? Are you allowed to do every single event? Like, how does that work? How does who makes those decisions? Um, so our head coach usually makes those decisions and they'll recruit people based on what they need. And so some people that recruit based on and all around like they want them to compete all of the events. And then some people, they recruit them just for their vault or just for their bars. And so it totally just depends like how big of a team you have and what their needs are. And so I, like my freshman year, I was just a lot stronger on the floor and the vault. And so that's what they wanted me to focus more on. Okay. So were you recruited? Did you go to um, uh, Utah for that, Southern Utah for that specific reason? Yes. And I actually went to Southern Utah. I was looking at a few other schools in Utah, but Southern Utah was the only one that 
even thought of the idea of letting me do nursing school and gymnastics at the same time. So I think that's ultimately why I chose to go there. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. And so I, wait really, I went to a gymnastics camp there, too, and I just fell in love with, like, the coaches and, like, the small campus. And so that was another big reason. So first of all, it makes me happy that you knew you wanted to do nursing going into college because a lot of people are like i don't know what i want and let me think about nursing and then it's like you know hit in the face because nursing is not something you want to play around with so i understand schools not wanting to for, for students to do both um gymnastics and um nursing because nursing is a very difficult um major mm -hmm. but at the same time there were other schools that just didn't want you to do nursing or was it like yeah, so I went to a few different schools and they wouldn't even look at the idea just because both programs were so competitive and they weren't willing to work with you. Oh, wow. Wow, good so. for you. I'm so happy. So, so I'm very well done. Shout out to um, uh, Southern Utah. Good for you. You guys made a superstar. You guys made a superstar. All right. So, so you said that you, you were, once you got into college, you, you, they liked your floor and vault. I have to ask. Maddie, were they your favorites? Is that what you also wanted? Or did they just say, like, tell you specifically, you need to focus on these two because that's what we need? Like, did you like anything else and want to do anything else? Yes, I loved bars. Bars has always kind of been my favorite growing up. And so I still would practice bars, but I just wasn't at the level to compete. Um, I just was a lot better at floor and vault. And so that was a lot easier to get into like the lineups and stuff. But I will say that beam has always been my least favorite. And so I was not even mad when I stopped <laughs> doing beam in college. I was like, it was such a relief. So beam is like, just, it's that long bar, right? It's the single long bar that you have to walk on and all of that stuff. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, 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 I know nothing about gymnastics, but I do know that the beam is the beam, right? It's the long one. It's the long one. I, I really, I promise I'm not trying to insult the entire gymnast world. But do you really think that these judges are fair? Because as an outsider, objectively speaking, when you watch gymnasts do their thing, it is so, so difficult to tell them apart, right? Especially yeah. when people are giving you scores like 8.7, 9.1. I'm like, what the God? What is the difference? Like, what yeah. is like it doesn't from unless you fall down or trip or actually get up, fall off the beam or something. That's when it's actually noticeable. But outside of that, like, is it really that intense and like the scores get that close? Do you think that that's like legit the way these judges judge you guys? That's a good question. Um, it can be hard to tell sometimes. And I think a lot of times, like, if your routine gets a lower score than you thought, then obviously you think you get gypped. But I think when you watch gymnastics a lot and you know the mechanics of it, um, there's a lot of little things like a pointed toe. That's a half tenth there off your point. Like if if you don't point your toes or oh, if wow. your legs come apart a little bit. And so there's a lot of little technical things that they'll take off for that somebody without a trained eye won't even notice yeah no and i and i think i think that's where it matters the most because i know that i enjoy watching boxing and a lot of people tell me when the boxing judges say oh that was an eight that that round was an eight that round was a seven i'm like of course it was eight of course it was a seven but for other people they're like they were just punching each other in the face i don't know what the fuck you're talking about so like right, yeah. yeah that's no. exactly what i think about boxing so <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how they come up with that stuff right um so, yeah, so while you were at university, uh, uh, I'm Southern U uh, Utah, did you guys ever um, compete against UCLA? Because everyone in the world, so I'm looking, so I Googled things to ask Maddie Howard, right? And every time okay. I type in gymnastics, UCLA pops up. First of all, are they as good as the internet makes them out to be? And did you guys ever compete against them? So I, oh, that's a good question. I have such a hard time remembering because I know that the, year before I came in, they competed against UCLA, and UCLA actually came to SUU, and SUU beat them. And so it was Stop like this it. huge deal, yeah. It was like this huge deal, but I wasn't on the team at that point. And so I actually can't remember ever competing against UCLA when I was there. But I do think that they're a really good team. They are a really good team, because they, yeah. I mean, 
I like like I said, I don't know anything about gymnastics, but when I was trying to prep for this, I was looking things up and UCLA popped up everywhere. Just like it it really, it really, it really did. Um and then I want so let's talk about the floor because I, I have to say I love the floor event. And I love the floor event specifically because I am a music nut. Like I love music and the floor I so music that's the only event that you could have music to, right? Right, yeah. Right. So first tell me um, how does the music selection go? Because I have a friend that does figure skating and she's like, oh my goodness, like you want to dance to like hip hop. You want to do like the song that you love, but the judges like classical. The judges like, is it, is it the same thing in gymnastics or you really can do what like play whatever music you like? Um, I think that you can, it's more open you can play whatever music you like we usually would all like all summer we would all listen to like different music selections and I actually had a teammate that was really good at like cutting and pasting different songs and so she could make us our music exactly how we wanted it and so we kind of just listened for what we like what we thought we could dance to and I think the judges are pretty lenient and they just go with whatever and they focus more on the actual, like the tumbling and all the flips and stuff and not the music. Like the music is cool if you can just keep beat. Right. As long as you can dance to it and you make it flow and look good, that's all they care about. <laughs> and I, yeah, because I also am a big dancer. So I love like the floor is my absolute favorite thing in all of the world. Like, I, I think I think it's just I think it's fantastic. I think it's fan fantastic. Um. But I also saw that the U.S. Gymnastics Comp- um, Championships just happened recently, right? So yes. they just happened recently, um, and everyone and their goddamn mothers talking about Simone Biles. Uh, so she's I, amazing. I'm, I'm sure you think she is. Um, so that's what I wanted to ask. Like I said, it's hard for us regular folks to tell the difference. Um, I just know, according to um, you know the news, that Simone Biles is as amazing as like gymnasts can be. Is she really that good, Maddie? Is she actually that good? Yes, she is like out of this world good. Like she does skills that like I wouldn't even dream of doing. She's just, she does, she like did a double double off of beam, which I've never even seen anybody attempt that before. Yeah, yeah, so I, that's you, you're you're too good, Maddie. You're too good because that's literally the next question I was going to ask you, but it wasn't the double double because. Again, on Google, on the internet, everyone's talking about her floor exercise and a triple-double. What does that mean? What is a triple-double? So that's three twists and two flips. Wait, two twists and three flips. No, sorry. Now I'm so confused. It's three twists and two flips. Three twists and two flips. And that's all in like one jump, all in the same So that's just, like a men's tumbling pass. Like I've never sad. seen a woman attempt that before. That's crazy. And she did it and she like landed it. Like, so yes. it, it really is a big deal. It really it is, is a big deal. Um, and, and then I also want to talk because Simone Biles is probably the first African-American that I've seen do gymnastics at that high of a stage. When you were growing up all of your time in um, um, gymnastics, is gymnastics, would you say that the, 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 the it is a little diverse because I, I, I really don't see it outside of Simone Biles. Um, I think that once you get up, I think that there's some diversity. I think where I was at in like Idaho and Utah, there's just not a lot of diversity over here as it is. Yeah, and so yeah. I would see it more as I traveled like over to Florida or the East Coast or anywhere else in the United States. Makes sense. Um, and then uh, 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 last question on specifically gymnastics. Um, um how long are these people's careers? Would you be able to as uh, how old are you? 25, 27, 23? You're 24. Um yeah. How long are these careers for these gymnasts at that level that are competing for the the US gymnastics championships? Like like how long is it? Like because I really feel like these ladies are like their careers end by the time they turn 20. Is this like is that how it is? Yeah, it really is. Like, you peak in gymnastics when you're a teenager, like 16, 17. And so once you get to my age, like at 23 when I was doing gymnastics, I felt like a grandma. Like, I was hurting. (laughs) I felt so old. (laughs) And it's really hard on your body. And so I think once you get up into your 20s, 
and like late 20s, then your season is or your career is coming to an end. That is so, so scary to think. It is yeah. so scary to think that like if you live all of your life loving and like doing gymnastics that your career like your professional career ends at the age of like 25. I think that is insane to think about. It Isn't really it? is. And that's why I'm so glad that I found something else that I can continue to compete at that I can do until however old I want. That's it. Exactly. Like, Maddie, you definitely done this before because that's the transition I was looking for. <laughs> Ninja Warrior. So this is something else you competed in, right? So I got a shout out to the boo-boo. I don't know. Well, what's your husband's name? Your boyfriend's Is it boyfriend or husband? My husband. His name's Tyler. Tyler. Shout out to Tyler. Go for you, Tyler, for suggesting that uh, Maddie do some of uh, the Ninja Warrior. But did he actually suggest that you do Ninja Warrior? Did you know anything about Ninja Warrior? Or was, that le was it his idea and then you jumped on in? Well, that's interesting because when I was a, like my senior year of gymnastics, I was just like talking about what I was going to do once I got done and how I needed to find a new passion. And he just jokingly was like, hey, like this is a show I've watched all growing up. You should totally be on this show. And we both just laughed about it. And then actually the day that I graduated from nursing school, my family was down and my husband's family. And there was a ninja gym that opened up in St. George which is just like 45 minutes away. And so that night we actually all went down and tried it out. And that was kind of like the beginning. Congratulations. Good for you. I'm happy that you did it. I really, really am happy that you did it. Um, because I feel like, I, I don't know. Uh, so please explain to me like what the process is, right? Because everything that I found when I was trying to look this stuff up is, like you have to be chosen, right? It's not something like you, you apply for or you like you're good enough and you just make the cut. Like how does one become a ninja warrior or how does one like compete, even attempt to be on the show? Like what is the process of getting on the ninja warrior show? Yeah, so you have to submit an application. They want a three minute video and then there's like an application of like 25 different questions that you have to fill out. And then you basically just submit it and wait. And so you submit that application like the very end of December. And then if you get on the show, they call you like three weeks before the show actually like is on. And then you just have to show up three weeks later and <laughs> in that city and compete. And so it's kind of like a long waiting period because I got the call in April. And so from January to April, I was just waiting and I had no clue if I was going to be on the show or not. But there's actually like 70,000, I think I've heard that there's like 70,000 people that apply to be on the show and there's about 600 that get chosen. And that's including like all of their favorites that they bring back year after year. And so it's pretty, pretty difficult to get chosen for the show. I think it's absolutely amazing that you did get chosen. I think you, 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 you worth it. It makes sense. You did gymnastics. You, you, you mean you kicked some serious ass. Um, but like, it is super intense. 70,000 to 600. Uh, Maddie, you're a special lady. You're a special lady. It's that, was, intense. that was lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for your video, um, did you send stuff from your gymnastics for your three minute video to be, like get onto the Ninja Warriors? Was it all gymnastics stuff? Was it like you in the gym, like jumping and holding on bars? And like, what did you send? What was in, in that video? Yeah, actually all of the above. So a lot of Ninja Warrior, it's a TV show first and then an obstacle course. And so they want every contestant to have like a story to go along with them. And so I send in about my past gymnastics. I send in about being an ICU nurse and then also footage of me in the gym just to show that I actually could do some of the obstacles. Makes sense. <clears throat> so I know like in the video I made about you, like last week, I talked about how being a gymnast like helped you slide right on into the Ninja Warrior world. Um, but yeah, of course, there's a lot of things that are similar. But there's I I feel like there's a lot more that's not the same, right? Because Ninja Warrior is literally going through obstacles. Maybe you use the same muscles, maybe all of that stuff. But what was the most difficult thing transitioning from a gymnast to doing Ninja Warrior? What did you have to practice the most at the gym? Like, what was your issue? What did you need to work on the hardest? And like, the, what were the differences in general? Yeah, that was a great video, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but... I think when I got there, I had like a lot of the upper body strength. 
already from gymnastics, but also all my calluses had fallen off. So I had to start from scratch with that. And then <laughs> something that was really hard for me was like the different holds. So like, there's a lot of like cliffhanger holds in there where you're just hanging from your fingers. And I didn't have any of that strength from gymnastics. And so that's something that every time I went into the gym, I would hang that way for as long as I could and just try and build up that strength. Um, and I've gotten a lot better at it, but at the beginning, I could barely hang that way. So you're talking about like, just like, just like holding on with like, you just like are like, I'm just holding on to the wall just like that. Well, have you seen like the little ledges that you hold on to? So they're like maybe this thick. Yes. You just have to hold on with your fingertips. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. Cause that's super, super difficult Did do, do, do it, Cause I know, I don't even know if it was last year. I think it was like maybe two years ago that mm -hmm. rock climbing blew up like everywhere, everyone and their mother and these like rock climbing gems. And everyone was talking about wrist strength and, did you do any of that stuff at all? Is that something that you, you did? You tr attempted when you were working to, like, strengthen your grip strength? Any rock climbing? Yeah. Oh, so I didn't actually before the show. But then just recently, after I went to Las Vegas, I started getting into rock climbing. And so oh. I got all the gear for my birthday, and we've started going out. And so I'm hoping that'll take my training to the next level. <laughs> Congratulations. So it sounds, I know that it airs tonight, so you can't give me any of the nitty gritty deets, right? But it sounds like you're doing, like you really are into this now. Like it sounds like all right, I'm head in, I'm like pot committed. Is this it? Like, is this your thing? Is this your new thing? Your new grind outside of nursing? Like, are you really all about the Ninja Warrior? You want to get back in another year? Or are you yeah, like you set and done? Yeah, no, I would love to. I had so much fun competing and like with the whole experience that I I would love to do this for as long as I can. So I've already straight started training for next year. So I'm hoping I get a call to be back on the show again. That's amazing. Um, so so I, let's talk about the show, right? Because okay. because it's a show, like you said, it's a TV mm -hmm. show. Maddie, be real with me, right? I'm a I'm a fellow nurse. You could be honest here. You could be honest here. <laughs> is it legit? Like, is it actually real? Like, are is like when you fail during the obstacle course, is that when you actually fail? Do they give you multiple tries and just keep the best? Like, like, is it legit? Is it real? Like, are we seeing your one and only attempt through the obstacle course? Yes. So that part is 100% real. Okay. So the only time that you get to see the obstacle course before you do it is when they walk through it with rules. And so they'll tell you like what you can and can't do on this obstacle, but then they hold you back in this little like corral and you sit there and just have to wait for your turn. And so you only get that one chance. You don't get to try out the obstacles at all before you do them. And so, but there are aspects of it that aren't as real like they'll film the crowd cheering or like sad that somebody fell when there's nobody on the course just to get some b-roll and stuff so there's definitely aspects that they do just for the show but as far as like the actual runs all of that is real is 100 percent real yeah <clears throat> and so so I, I'm I'm not a big fan of the Ninja Warrior. I just got to be honest. I, I was super happy that you were in it, and like as a nurse, that's how I got into it and started looking at the things up. Um, but uh, like, how competitive are you? Because it sounds like you're super competitive. You did gymnastics your entire life. You 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 competed in college. Were you like hardcore competitive? Like you know, you don't even talk to the other competitors on the show. You want nothing to do with them. You talk as shit. You, you, like, <laughs> like, like, how competitive are you? And how was that? Because they can only have one winner, right? Like, there's right. So how how was that whole dealing with the others, trying to be nice, but at the same time being like, ah, I'm not here to be a friend type situation. Well, it's interesting because I feel like I got there and it's like a community of awesome people and they all are wanting to help you. And so I got there and like I met some of the big names and like they were giving me tips on how to get through the course. And so it's kind of like everybody against the obstacle course. And so we all kind of have this common goal of taking the obstacle course down. And so we're willing to help each other and cheer for each other. And so I think that it's actually a really good environment that way. And so I don't feel like I hate any of the other competitors or I want them to do bad. <laughs> I just want to do like the best that I can. You're a much better person than I am. You, I would have slipped some laxatives in some of these homeboys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, but good for you. Good for you. Um, So you did mention some of the big guns, right? And again, like I know nothing about Ninja Warrior, but 
Travis Rawson or Rosen or whatever his name is. Do you know who that is? Yeah, I do. So it's, I guess it was big news that he, um, he, so uh, for those who don't know, he's a nine time competitor and he was, um, uh, he was considered one of the pillars in the Ninja Warrior sport. He's been there from the get. Um, and then he announced his retirement. Did you get to meet him? And is he as big of a deal, um, in the Ninja Warrior scene, um, as the internet makes him out to be? Um, yes. So I did get to meet him in Vegas and he is an amazing ninja. And it's funny because I actually didn't watch the show growing up. And so once I, like, was on the show or, like, going to be on the show, I, like, had to go back and try and catch up and watch some of the seasons. And so I got there and I didn't even know who some of the big names were, which was kind of embarrassing. But, no, I totally met Travis um, in Vegas. And, I mean, he's legit. He's done some crazy stuff on that course. So, Good for you. Good. For, I. I mean, like, I. I, I of course. Like, it, it's not your. It wasn't your favorite show. It doesn't. But you. 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 You were ready to compete, and you did what you needed to do. I mean, you made the goddamn finals. We're gonna get there in just one second. Um, okay. I, another thing. And another thing that I was confused by is, um, like, what is this whole safety pass thing in Ninja Warrior? Like, what is that about? I'm. I'm super confused at what that means. What that is. What is a safety pass in the Ninja Warrior world? Yeah, so that's something that they actually just added this season. Yeah. And so the fastest two people in each city um, with each, like with the city qualifiers and the city finals, they get to go to the safety pass. So for the city qualifiers, you go to the safety pass or the the power tower, and then the fastest person gets the safety pass, and that guarantees them a trip to Vegas. And then for the city finals, the fastest two people – um, the one that wins the power tower gets a safety pass so that if they fall at any point in Vegas on stage one or stage two, then they get to try again. Word. Word. Yeah. Um, okay. So it, it's just like, so if you do very, very well in the early rounds, you just get a, like, just like, it's basically like a fast pass at Walt Disney, right? Like Disney world. Like, so you, you get to skip yeah. the line. You, you get a second chance because you did so well in the priors. And that's what I assumed it was, but I was super confused because they, sometimes they would call it the fast pass. Sometimes they call it the safety pass, but anyways, it makes sense. Uh, um, uh, and it is exactly what I assumed. <clears throat> so let's talk about your actual runs, right? What obstacle, and I don't want, so I don't know what the names of the obstacle are, so please describe oh, them I when don't you either, do. So. <laughs> oh, good. I oh, good. do know, and I can't even remember the names, so no I, worries. I hear you. Um, so, because these obstacle courses are very, very, very long, right? So I do CrossFit, and I know what it takes to just hang on on a bar, do a couple of pull ups. When you talk about grip strength, the amount of time that you guys spend just hanging, from your arms is insane. It's on a different level, right? So I don't know if the the what's it called? So it, I don't, not the finals because that's airing tonight, but the preliminary round, the the obstacle that you fell on was the city it finals, the floating the, monkey bars? Yes, exactly. Was that because your arms were tied or did you actually fall during the floating monkey bars because it was a very difficult obstacle or both? Yeah, I actually didn't feel that tired when I got to that point. And I was I was kind of surprised. I don't know if it was just like adrenaline and so I didn't feel like pumped out yet or anything, but I feel like my hand just slipped off, but it wasn't because I was tired. So <laughs> yeah. the hard thing about those bars that people don't know though is that they actually spin because there's oh, nothing shoot. holding them in. And so you actually have to keep your wrist locked and if not, then it just falls right out of your hand. So I think that's what happened. Yeah, no, fair enough. Fair enough. You know, it's it's everything there. It looks super, super. You guys make it look super easy when you like fly on through. But like attempting any of that stuff is difficult at a level like I can't even comprehend. It's just it's a very, very, very hard thing to do. It's a very, very hard thing to do. Um, um, A couple more questions here. where was I? Where was I? Uh, oh, so yeah, I, I also saw that Ninja Warrior does this thing where it's like the USA versus the world. Have you oh, heard yeah. about that? And if you were ever invited, would you want to be part of the Ninja Warrior American team? Oh, yeah. If I was ever invited, that would be awesome. I mean, they only take the best of the best to go for USA against the world. And it's a lot more of like a fun atmosphere. 
um, when you're competing because you're like on a team and you're all cheering for each other and it's just a lot more laid back. And so I think that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, and exactly. And I think it'd be super cool. But like, I also don't know how that would work as a team sport, right? Is it just like everybody gets to go through the obstacle and then they like point you based on how far you get on? Like, how does a team Ninja Warrior scene work? Do you even know? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not super familiar with it, but I know that like, I think you choose one person to take on each of the different stages. And then if they make it through, then they get a point for your team. Yes. And so... I'm not sure exactly how it works, though. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're not on the team. It makes sense. Um, so let, I, I, I want to. Um, so thank you for all of this. But I want to speak to now we can start talking about nursing. <laughs> for all you nurses listening, thank you for sticking around. <laughs> but oh, this is doing some cool ass shit. How can you expect me not to ask about it? But um, um, being a nurse, I know we work three days a week. And I know that means we have four day weekends, but um, four days off a week. Um, how much practicing were you doing for Ninja Warrior while you were a nurse um, prior to getting on the show? Was it like I was in the Ninja Warrior gym every single day or did you just go to a regular gym and then once a week you would go to the Ninja Warrior gym because you also said it was 45 minutes away? Like how much practicing did you actually do and like how serious do you have to be to actually compete? So we actually live in St. George now, which is right by the Ninja Gym. Oh, and so team. it's like 10 minutes away now, which is awesome. And so I'll go there as many times I can a week when I'm not working. They have morning classes from like 5.30 to 6.30 that I like to go to whenever I don't work. And then I'll get AM or PM? I'm sorry, AM? Mm -hmm. Well, it's kind of nice because it it's, keeps my schedule like the same. I get up to work and then the next morning I get up to go train. <laughs> so I like to do that whenever I don't work. It's just Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then I try and at least get to the Ninja Warrior gym three times a week. And so sometimes I'll go after work if I have an hour or two. Um, but the good thing about Ninja Warrior is like when you go and train, an hour is plenty. Like if you're training for an hour, you are just like done. So exhausted. Your hands are torn up. And so it actually isn't that much of like a time commitment as like gymnastics practicing four hours a day. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So I will usually go to the ninja gym three times a week. And then just the other days I'll try and do some sort of like hit workout at home. I have like a bar that I'll hang on just to try and get, keep my grip strength up. So I try and do something every day. Congratulations. I, I think that's really good. Um, and I, and and I know that like the nursing community, at least from what I see, is super supportive of you and super proud of you. And I think that's all good and dandy. But like, um, I I just don't know. Like, how do you? Because it seems like you just had a very smooth path from gymnastics to Ninja Warrior. Between those two, right? Mm -hmm. Did you feel like you were like getting? all of you out there like did you feel accomplished did you feel full or did ninja warrior like you know what i mean like after you were done gymnastics were they like did you feel empty inside or was they something in between were you just going to the gym regularly or was like the ninja warrior is like finally there's something i can do outside of nursing that makes me feel whole again yeah that was more the case so after gymnastics i didn't find the ninja gym till like a year later and yeah. so in that year i mean i had gone that one time with my family but i hadn't actually started regularly going um until like a year later and so i would go to the gym and work out but like i just wasn't very motivated i didn't have a goal to work for i didn't have coaches to push me which i always had in my past and so i just kind of felt like well, going to the gym to work out just to be healthy, like, it just wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm a nurse and I know, like, it's so important. And so that's why it was just really important to, like, find that community of people that I can go train with. Um, and it just makes it so much more fun. Right? Like, I think it makes everything fun. It makes going to work yeah. fun. It makes, it makes uh, it like, it's just because there's, you feel complete, you feel whole, you feel full, right? So I right. and so I have you on the show and I call you an everyday heroes because you're doing some really badass shit. Um before I let you go, we are gonna talk about some specific nursing things, but I want you to speak just to the specific thing you were just mentioning. Like, what is your advice to nurses out there that 
are nurses and that have a passion that's outside of nursing, but is afraid to do that, right? So your specific passion is the Ninja Warrior, the gymnastics, all that physical activity. That's amazing. My passion is doing these these videos and stuff. So I do that. So it doesn't have to be something active. But what is your advice to all of the nurses out there that do the three days on and then four days off, but are afraid to jump into a passion, are afraid to do something that is absolutely has nothing to do with nursing? What do you have to say to them? I think that is so important to have an, a passion outside of nursing. I think it's important to be a whole person and to be well-rounded. And so having something that you're looking forward to do on your days off is going to make it so much easier to go to work the next day and to like give of yourself and take care of other people because you'll be proud of how you're living your life and like what you're doing outside of work too. It makes sense. And it makes sense. You really do. Self-care is the best care because you can't take care of anyone else if you ain't taking care of yourself. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, you know that if you're in healthcare, if you're a nurse, you know that to the core of who you are. So if there is something you want to do, you have you, you even want to taste, you want to try, you got to do it. You have to do it. At Just least try. Yeah. Right? That's exactly. I love it. I absolutely love it. So let's let's end with nursing because I think it's super important. OK, Um you decided to be a nurse, but you said you're 24 years old. You've only been a nurse, what, that two and a half years? Two? Um, two years now. Well, I was two an years. LPN for like a uh, half of a year, and uh, then I've been a nurse for almost two years now. There you go. Um, congratulations for making the tra transition. Um, but um, how? What was the transition? Why did you decide the ICU? Because that is like. That's zero to 100 real quick, Maddie. Come on. Wait, seriously? How how long were you a regular nurse before you became a ICU nurse? And why did you decide to make that decision? So I actually got hired into the ICU right out, out of nursing school. And so I started in the ICU, which I was, like, terrified about in the beginning. <laughs> because you think the ICU and it's like you're taking care of the most critical patients, you know? And so, but in my... Like I got hired to the hospital and then we got to try out like four different floors and I just put the ICU on there because I was like, well, I, I might as well try it. I didn't think I'd go there, but then I got there and I just like fell in love with it. And so instead of having five or six patients, you have two patients. And so I just found that I could really connect with my patients and like really focus on them my whole shift to, to try and make them better. Yeah. And so I just really liked that aspect of it. Um, I just felt like I was making like a bigger impact that way. So can I ask what were the others on the list or was the ICU the number one and then everything else was if I make it sure? Like, do you remember what else was on the list? Yeah. So everything else was <clears throat> mainly med surge. There was like oh, okay. a CVU med surge and like an oncology. And I really wanted to start out in med surge just because I've gotten a lot of advice like that it's a great place to start. And I, I agree with that wholeheartedly, but then I got the opportunity to start an ICU. And I mean, I had three months question. of training. So I was like, I just wanted to go for it. Yeah. I, I hate to tell y'all med surge nurses this, but if you're a nice, I, and I'm a med, I'm, I'm do, I do telly. So it's basically med surge telly, but yep. For all everything that us med surge nurses know, I see you nurses know that and just a little bit more. I hate to say it, but <laughs> it's true. It is true. It's the intensive care unit for a goddamn reason, right? It's a, it, it has, it's why it's there and that's why you guys have less patients. And that's why it's just more acute, right? It's it, more focused. Um, and this is something that I've noticed. So like at the hospital that I worked at, um, most of the time when I would go through there, when I would transfer patients out or transfer patients back into the ICU, um, all of that stuff, a lot of them were vented. A lot of them were, um, aren't, weren't speaking. A lot of them weren't able to speak at all. Um, what percentage of the patients that you took care of in the ICU do you think were mobile, were speaking, or were the vast majority of them intubated, vented, like all of the above? Um, I would say it's about half and half. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't know the exact percentage, and of, of course, course it changes day to day, but um, I take care of vented patients quite a bit, but then also I take care of patients that I'm transferring that morning, so it totally just depends on the day. It's day to day. Yeah. Day to day. Um, so do you see your career, your nursing career being long-term in the ICU, or do you see yourself going, doing something else? Do you have any other plans for nursing, or do you want to, uh, right now, you're just trying to taste and like um, get into the ICU game? 
Yeah, right now I'm just really happy with where I'm at, and I love the ICU. I still feel like I have a ton to learn, and so I just want to keep learning there and be the best nurse I can there. Congratulations. Um, so uh, before I leave, and I'd like to ask this, and this is just like really outside of everything that like I have you on the show for, but uh -huh. like what kind of I want I just want to know what nurses are into and are about like these days. Like cuz nurses I always talk about nursing all all the cool things nurses do, but nurses are human beings as well. So, Maddie, what television are you currently watching or are you currently <laughs> obsessed with? Like what do you do for fun outside of the Ninja Warrior gym lifestyle? What is Maddie's me time like? Oh, that is a great question. Um, I like watching just like I don't know. I'm really bad at watching TV. I'm really bad at like sitting still. And so <laughs> I that like just turning on like friends or the office or something that'll just make you laugh while I'm cleaning the house. But I rarely like just sit down and watch a show unless my husband wants to, because that's like one of his favorite things to do. But <laughs> we would get along. I, like, <laughs> I know. Usually when I sit down to watch a show, I like fall asleep. So oh my God. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen. That's insane. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. That is, that is absurd to me. That is absolutely absurd to me. Really? So you, so, but, so, go ahead. Oh, but I was just gonna say, but I love like crafts. Like I love watercolor painting. I do like portraits for people or other stuff like that. Are you um, serious? Mm -hmm. What do you mean like, by portraits? Oh, they're they're pretty simplistic. They're like a minimalist, um, like family portrait type deal. You say portrait like painting, like drawing, like photographs? What are you talking about portraits? <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. But basically, I'll just take a family picture and like kind of copy it, but with watercolor. And it's just like a, a gift that people give to like my mom's given them as birthday gifts. And I've done a few of them for other people. So that's just something that I like to get my creative juices out. So you tell me you do painting, you're a nurse, you're a ninja, you're a gymnast. Maddie, you're the Renaissance Woman of the Year. I mean, this is absolutely insane. What don't you know do about that? Question. That's amazing. Good for you, Maddie. Good for freaking you. How do they keep up with you is the question, right? Um, so, Maddie, please. So, everyone, if you guys don't know, I think it's Maddie underscore Howard is what your Instagram is, right? Yep. So, it's Ma it. Matt. Maddie underscore Howard is the Instagram. Um, the link, the 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 Instagram is going to be on the screen the entire time. Maddie, first of all, before I say goodbye, is there anything that you wanted to say? Anything that you wanted to talk about that we didn't get to touch upon? Um, I can't think of anything right now. I think you asked great questions. So. <laughs> I don't know about great, but I I get selfish with the questions I ask. But I do appreciate taking all all this time out your um Labor Day Monday. Um, but um, what's it called? Um. Anything else, anywhere else that you want people to go and find you, or is Instagram the one and only? Instagram is mainly where I hang out. I mean, I do have Facebook, but I'm not on it very much, so Instagram is probably the best way. So you guys will see the Instagram down below. I mean, there's going to be the link in the description box below. There's going to be her Instagram handle on the screen the entire time. So definitely go follow. For those who are watching, thank you so much. Please subscribe, comment, let us know what you what you think about the nursing, the ninja, anything all uh, that we have a conversation about. Let us know. Um, if you guys are listening to this on the podcast, thank you so much. Please, please, please go um, uh, rate the podcast. Follow, subscribe to the podcast and review the podcast because, you know, I'm trying to get that those numbers up there. Maddie, thank you so much for joining me. I really do appreciate it. Thanks, Q. I had a great time.